Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 71, and today's topic is the TV show, You, Netflix original TV series. Um, They just dropped season three uh, yesterday, and I have already made it to episode five, and I know for a fact I will be done by tomorrow. Because, I mean, literally, it has me on the edge of my seat with all of these plot twists. So yesterday we did recap one and two. Tonight we're going to do three, four, and five. And by tomorrow, I have a feeling we're going to wrap it on up. Because, I mean, this is this is just suspenseful, you know? <laughs> but um, not so many church announcements. Um, I just wrapped up. Snowfall season uh, two. So make sure you guys are caught up on that if you're in a snowfall or getting into it. Uh, We'll finish up on that. We'll continue, rather, I say, Thursday. Next Thursday night, I'll drop an episode and we'll start back up on season three. I'm going to recap the new TV show with Brandy. I believe it come, I think it come on on, I want to say Monday, but it might be tomorrow. But however, I will drop that recap as well. Um, I know somebody who's got to see a premiere of it, and they said it's really, really good. So I cannot wait to watch that. Um, I will drop my BMF tomorrow. You know how we do over here. We're going to get that BMF BMF out early. I think I'm going to stay up late and catch that at midnight. (laughs) So, you know, we're just doing what we're doing over here, dropping content, dropping these TV show recaps, how we do for now. Um, don't forget, you can follow me on my social media platforms. It's Alicia Shanice for Facebook, if you prefer. You can follow me on IG. Um, it's Alicia Shanice Reviews. Um, you can follow my playlist on Spotify. I made them all public. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves. You'll see my picture pop up, and you'll see all of my playlists. So enough rambling. Let's go ahead and sit back and get into the show. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. Tell me, y'all, this has to have y'all on the edge of y'all seats, too. This damn Joe and love. Ciao. <laughs> All right. So let's start off with um, episode three titled Missing White Woman Syndrome. Child, when I seen this, um, this title, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> Never mind. I laughed. Anyway, we open up. And we see everybody is looking for Natalie. Love is freaking out. Joe, he is calm. But, you know, we know this is his second nature. So (laughs) he's handling it a little okay. And we know in the past from season two, Love's, her parents have kind of always covered up her messes. So now, you know, she got her big girl panties on now where, you know, she's a grown woman. And now she got to pay for them consequences. So now her and Joe has to clean up all the mess that she's making because it's a lot of this her fault. 
said, let's just keep it real. So um, when the cops come and question them, they play they play cool and collective. They, they handle that. And we go into another scene and Love has her bakery. It's up and running. She um, finally gets the wives of suburbia, <laughs> shall I say, um, their little crew, you know, to try a pastry. Remember at first they're like, oh, no, we don't do anything gluten, anything carbs. You know how they were. So she finally has gotten them to try a pastry. So we also see now Joe, he is volunteering at the library while his new boss and the other guy who works in there, they kind of fill him in on what white woman syndrome is, which, ladies and gentlemen, is a real thing. It is, but that is a whole nother conversation for a whole nother time. But they kind of fill him in on what it is, and it is a real thing. So we go into <clears throat> the next scene. <clears throat> and I am going to kind of skip by we're doing three episodes. I'm not going to go scene for scene like I always do. I'm going to kind of skip around. But we'll cover the basis, right? So um, <clears throat> after that, um, we see that <sighs> this is very true to form. Um, things, when things happen, some people will try to make that someone else's tragedy, their come up. And that is exactly what Sherry is doing. She is making, uh, Natalie's disappearance for using it for her own fame and progression she's acting like that was her best friend she's calling searches she is being so over the top so over the top like i am sherry is a mess so we go into the next scene honey and child if this little young man don't don't go home and you know stop flirting with love and I think love kind of like it. Now, we didn't kind of got on into episode five, so we'll go there. But I'm going from, you know, episode to episode. And, you know, little Theo, he coming on a little strong. And we don't see Miss Love pushing him away now. So I'm like, uh, you know, when I was watching it, I'm like, love, what, what you doing? What you doing, honey? Go, go grab baby Henry. Go, go on and grab him. <laughs> because Theo is putting it on strong. Yeah, look cute self. So we go into the next scene <clears throat> and we see Joe is going crazy. He is like hallucinating. He's having all of these flashbacks and he's going back and forth. He's having flashbacks of the group home constantly, of his old teacher. And he's also having like a hallucination of his alter ego self. And, you know, his self is trying to tell him like, get it together, do this. You know, if you were smart, you would have did it that way. So he kind of going crazy, honey. <laughs> and yeah, uh, he goes and tries to <clears throat> help I guess you could say they call themselves wanting to set up Matthew, but in a long run, you know, the baby has the measles. They're panicking at the hospital. 
everybody is going crazy. Then Joe, he gets home and he gets sick. So while he, you know, thinks of a plan to save his family, he goes and tries to hide the blood because, you know, Joe is still a sociopath. So even though he killed Natalie, he still kept some things. He said it was for security, but no, Joe is a creep. <laughs> so he has kept the um towel with her blood on there. So his plan is to go set Matthew up, make him look like the crazy husband. But, you know, he gets sick, he hallucinates, and he passes out. He wakes up, and we see that he is laying on Natalie's couch. And that is when I had a dumbfounded moment, and I finally realized who the hell Matthew was. Damn it, for all of my 90s people who love to watch 90s television show, did y'all watch Felicity? I did not realize that that was Ben from Felicity. Like, I'm like, I'm like, hold on. I know that man. I know that voice and I know that face. And as much as I used to watch Felicity, that is Ben. Like, <laughs> that made me love Matthew even more because Ben was one of my favorite characters off Felicity. But we're not talking about Felicity. We're talking about you. So let me kind of rewind and jump back into you. But. Oh, by the way, all of the reruns of Felicity is on Hulu. I love Felicity. <laughs> but I, that made me look. Now I am a Matthew fan since I know where he came from. So moving on, uh, we kind of see that Matthew kind of wakes up and he's like, why were you in my backyard? And we can see that Matthew was actually a really good guy. You know, from the first episode, the way Natalie was talking about him we might have thought like he was a jerk or maybe like all business because, you know, we're going episode by episode. So his character, it wasn't really developed yet. So we didn't know anything about him. But we actually see that he loves her. And, you know, so far he is actually a really good guy. So Joe, he kind of they kind of get to talking. They have like a little bonding moment, shall we say. And Joe decides not to frame him because that just wouldn't be the right thing to do so him and love they agree on that they you know baby henry comes home but they they we see a special moment they are terrible people yes they're terrible people but we've seen a loving tender-sided out of both of them when it came for their son being in the hospital so you know, baby Henry is home and everything is looking like, you know, the plan is in motion, but they're still trying to figure out how to cover up everything to get the police away. And Sherry has this multi-search going on for Miss Natalie. So, you know, it's just so many plot twists. Like it, it goes from plot to plot. Uh, whoever wrote this, oh my God, I know it's based off a book and they are changing stuff up, but this is some, this is what I like to call great suspenseful writing. This show is just great. So um, we also see when Matthew, when they do the visual, Matthew finally comes out, him and his stepson, but his stepson at that time, Theo, he just has like a guilty look on his face. So everybody's kind of just looking like, you know, they, they think the husband just probably killed the wife. But when I was watching it before it went on a four, I'm like, they, they're making it like Theo looks like he's the guilty one. But I was wrong. Um, 
And we also see that one of the detectives, she calls the other detective and they have located the ring. Remember the ring that had the GPS on there and everything. So we go into the next scene and we see Margaret. We find out that her children gave baby 40 the measles. So poor Gil. He walks in there just to buy a pastry and go home. He apologizes to love. He tells her he's sorry. He tells her where baby 40 got the measles from. And, you know, for about 20 seconds, I was thinking like, okay, the slasher is calm. She's she's going to let it go. Gil, get the hell out of there. Walk, walk fast, Gil, walk fast. And before I can count to 21 seconds, the slasher queen does it again, but she only hits him in the head. So, but when it went off, I thought she slashed him and I was just like, damn love. <laughs> here we, here we go. Here go another one. So that basically wraps up episode three. So we get into the next episode because ep- um, three was basically just looking for Natalie, both of them being nervous baby Henry being in the hospital with the measles and finding out Matthew was a good guy. That basically wraps the whole thing up. If I missed any scenes, um, we get into episode four titled hands across Madri Linda. <clears throat> the opening scene we see Joe, he tries to negotiate with Gil. He tries. He tries to negotiate with Gil. But I was more relieved to see Gil was not dead, right? But, you know, when they talk and they kind of negotiate, shall we say, when Joe shakes that hand, he can tell he has that, that eighth sense. And he is like, nope. When we let him out, he's going straight to the cops and everybody in this town is going to know who we are, what we do. And, you know, they already had that cage going on there. So Gil, Gil was going straight to the police, honey, but I wanted, I felt bad for Gil. So we go into the next scene and we see the suburbia housewives. The, her, the, the suburbia housewives. That's what I like to call uh, Sherry and her little clique. <laughs> and um, they're hanging flyers all over the place. And they come, uh, Sherry comes in and hang, hangs one up in Love's Bakery. That shakes, shakes her up. That shakes her up because after all, she is responsible for this. Like love, she is playing this role, honey. And she, she puts those facial expressions on looking like a real sociopath. I mean, she is playing that role. In season two, we didn't really get to see that much of her doing that. Because in season two, she was like the good, innocent girl, free spirited. And we didn't find out her dark past until episode 10. So we didn't get to see this side of her. And now we are seeing it all. And the way how her and Joe play off of each other, it is just amazing. You know, it makes it even more better because for two seasons, we have just been watching him 
get outmaneuver so many things, do all of these terrible things. But now it's somebody around who actually knows what he is doing and just as as crazy as him. And it's like they're this team, but it's just crazy. One thing that irritates me, though, is we followed Joe around season one and season two as he was just looking for that one right person and love. You know, she loves him unconditionally. As soon as he found out that she basically she does the same thing he does. Now he doesn't love her anymore. He's scared of her. He's calling her a spider and everything else. <laughs> it makes no sense. <clears throat> but that's the guy for you, right? We don't understand him. So we go into the next scene and we're starting to see a slow build with love and theo it's just they they're slowly having these talks and we're seeing a slow connection come and we also see joe is doing research on mr gill he wants to find a dirty secret on him because technically neither one of them want to kill him she just kind of lost her damn mind for a moment and flipped out and hit him in the head but they don't really want they want to they don't want to kill him so they just want to find a dirty secret where it's like hey you got mine i got yours nobody is telling on nobody and everybody can stay alive so he's searching and we see that mr gill is like just a good man so we also see that marianne she does not trust joe she thinks he is like one of those just rich guys who gets what he wants and only in a library to use it as some excuse to get his son in a good school or you know make himself look better but he does have a breakthrough with her when he kind of tells her tells her like I didn't come for money you know they have like this little moment and that kind of is a breakthrough and we see a drastic change within both of them but I don't want to jump too far ahead so um we also see <clears throat> Joe and Love, they get into another argument about Gil because she is just, she's panicking and she is ready to just, let's just get rid of him. Let's kill him and get rid of him. And Joe does not want to kill anymore. So while she is kind of talking to him, he kind of has a flashback on his childhood in the group home and honey, he snaps and her ass calmed down she calmed down because he snapped and he told her you is not about to make me kill anymore <laughs> so he kind of snapped right there and then we go down back into the basement of the bakery and poor gil <sighs> gil he locked in his cage but joe is bringing him pastries and water and stuff he's trying but Poor Gil. I feel, I feel so bad for Gil. So um, we also see Love, um, she takes things into her own hands. And she has her mom reach out to one of their their family friends who is like a in, private investigator. I want to say that's how she got the information. Remember, she ended up um, finding all of the information on Joe. Because remember, when he was in LA, he was acting like he was Will. And she had the family friend investigator dig up all his stuff. So that's how she was able to find out everything about him before it all it all even came out. So she puts him to work again. He gets to digging into some of Gil's family history. 
and she comes down and she interrogates him and she is good at it as joe says (laughs) but they do come up on a family secret but joe can see right through gil and he he's like no you you didn't they finally have the leverage on him but joe can see right through him and he is like this you didn't know this had nothing to do with you so joe can can see right through gil so um you know I feel bad for I, I felt bad for Gil. I felt bad for Gil. So um we go into like a few scenes down and um they have the leverage and they kind of go upstairs and they're kind of going over how they're gonna do it. And they finally do have the leverage to where even though he didn't know, they know he's gonna want to protect his family. So they know they can pr- pretty much let him go. But in the meantime, when they're looking at the little monitor where they have the recording down there, they see that he hung himself. This was sad. Um, And they did have a suicide prevention uh, at the beginning of the show, if you're thinking about that. Because, you know, that is sad. And, you know, um, in times we're living in now, you do have to say that it's so much going on, so much depression. So I like that we can podcast, talk, and, you know, just enjoy talking about TV shows and everything. Not to get too serious, but that is a lot of just things going on in the world right now and a lot of people are not happy so you know uh i felt bad when gil did this he hung himself and they feel terrible we see even though they caused it right because he ended up finding out that secret that he didn't even know he's locked down there and love is just sitting there she's shaking she's trembling and joe is out of it joe is out of it (sighs) Uh, love love loses it she's like joseph quinn goldberg i didn't know his name was quinn but okay i'm like joseph quinn goldberg oh he took her last name okay (laughs) so um anyway these two these two so now we see um gil has killed himself and the search for natalie is still going on so uh theo He has asked love to come with him and there, you know, she also has a plan. So she's like, I have a plan in motion. We don't know what it is, but we, we know that they have something that they're about to work on. So she takes off to meet the search team. And when they get there, Natalie has her bulldozer, honey, she is putting on an Oscar award performance doing the most. Natalie, come home, Natalie. I'm like, bitch, go sit your ass down. <laughs> she playing that role. Though. The lady who was playing, was playing that role, but, you know, she played it a little too well. <laughs> she is playing that, honey. She putting on that Oscar award performance. Like, come home, Natalie. Natalie, like they were the best of friends. So we do see what love, uh, what her crazy plan is. And it has a flashback. And we see that she took the axe that she actually killed uh, Natalie with, rubbed Gil's hands all over it. So his fingerprints are all over the axe. She takes it out into the woods and she buries it. So it is traceable and findable and will be linked back to Gil. 
So we see her brilliant plan and then we go back and we see Joe's plan and he is wrapping the body up. He tugging at child. Oh my God, these two. So Joe, he's back in suburbia, just wrapping everything back up, getting it back clean, doing what is second nature to him. He knows how to get rid of a body. All right. So we go back to the woods and Sherry, 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 Sherry is doing what she does best. Being a little actress, talking about people behind their backs, running her mouth and got caught out by Theo. Theo told her she is cashing in. Um, she is cashing in on a tragedy and he gets to going off on her. And honey, I loved every bit of it. I'm like, go on, Theo. Tell her, Theo. But love comes to the rescue. And I'm looking like, what the hell you're doing, love? You know, love comes to the rescue. We don't really see where love is going with this, but she comes to the rescue. And um, we see that when we go back, we see Joe, he keeps having flashbacks of the same woman who I'm guessing is like his teacher who looked out for him in a group home. And we see how he was beat up, bullied all through the group home and teased about his mom abandoning him. So we see that he did have a worse, a, um, a worse childhood than we thought. We already knew that he killed um, when he was very young, he killed his mom's boyfriend, but now we're seeing, you know, he went to a group home right after and just went through a lot. So we can kind of see where a lot of the early issues came from in his childhood. Um, we also see, um, we get another close moment with love and Theo and, um, this is when they're back at the bakery, Cause she picks him, you know, she picks him up when he's walking back and they go back to the bakery. And one thing I could tell already is that Theo lets her, um, get her feelings off about 40 because her mom is a, a mess. And she thinks that baby, baby Henry is 40 reincarnated. Joe knows everything that they did so she can't talk to him but she finds a peace with theo and i'm wondering is theo grown is he like in college or is he in high school because i don't know i know he is never mind anyway um so she finds a peace of mind where she can be herself and talk about her brother and reminisce and think about the fun times and the good person that was in his heart and she can just let go and that's healing for love so we get into another scene we see um joe he has to finish the plan off so he wrote a damn letter to margaret from gill that he was having this passionate affair with natalie honey he killed natalie he and dragged Gil's body back home without anybody in this small town with cameras all around noticing it but he got the body in there he didn't hung Gil up like Gil and hung himself in the house honey he tried to be cautious and think about the kids and told Margaret to rush home with and leave the kids alone leave the kids where they at so Margaret comes home comes home and she finds her husband and she finds the letter so now they're in the clear because it looks like 
Uh, the police have they found the axe so now it looks like it was a murder suicide um he killed natalie he couldn't deal with it he snapped and he killed himself so now they're in the clear for now <laughs> so um child theoden shot his first shot and kissed love <sighs> okay so the wife um the wife comes home. We already talked about that. She finds, you know, Gilly. She's in the house like, Gilly, Gilly. And she finds him. And Love and Joe then been in Mondry Linda for a few months. And they have turned the shit all the way upside down. And we go into like the last final scene of this episode. And we see Joe has found a new target. And that will be his boss, Marianne. Marianne, watch out, honey. Because Joe is coming for you, and that means love will be next. So we just going to warn Marianne from afar. <laughs> All right, that was episode four recap. And to wrap that up, it was just um, finding um, who what happened to Natalie, putting a plan together. Um, Gil, killed, Gil um, committed suicide. They set it up like where he killed Natalie. It was this drawn out affair. So now they're in the clear and we can see that love and Theo. Mm -hmm. We see Joe. He has a whole new mission. And that's that boss, Marianne. She better watch out. You better run, boo. <laughs> we got an episode five. And this is titled Into the Woods. This episode opens up and they are in therapy. And... <sighs> this therapy sessions are funny because the therapist is hilarious. <laughs> and she is like, they're like, oh no, everything is fine. Everything is great. Should we still come back? I think we're fixed now. And she is like, well, love, I, I know you said your family was having some financial problems. Is this, is this a financial thing? <laughs> so they're acting like they're off perky and okay. But we see that Joe is not into this marriage. He calls it a trap. So... He can't even, you know, keep it up during, you know, quiet time, shall we say. You know, during look grown-up time. He can't even engage properly. So, like, Joe is just all over the place. So, we also see Sherry and Love are now best friends. Ever since um, Love stepped up for her, she um, sent her some flowers after that when Theo went off. And now we see that Love, she is fitting in. She is now a new um, cast member of the Real Housewives of Suburbia. I mean, she is in the crew now. She is baking everybody pastries. She got her little hair to the back like them. I mean, you know, now they the best of friends. Hell, Sherry doing a photo shoot. We got Joe hair slicked to the back, looking like they the perfect little family. They got the little cute little baby. So, um, but we see during this uh, photo shoot, love, her whole aura is changing. She's fitting in, but she is also having nonstop flashbacks of Theo. So young Theo is in her head now, honey. <laughs> so we also you know we see it's a growing attraction with joe and marianne now on both sides we see marianne she is being a little more engaging with him she is smiling more flirtatious in her own little right and we see that he is fantasizing about her 
And child, Marianne, you better run, boo. <laughs> we, we see that it's a growing attraction. So we know something, I don't know. Love might not do nothing. She a little busy herself. But we go into a few scenes down and, oh, shit. Here we go. Theo and Love, they're growing more and more of a track of an attraction. He is showing up. <laughs> he is. I mean, we already got Sherry because Sherry is pissed by how he embarrassed her at that um at the um when they were looking. It was the search block when they were looking for Natalie. So you know, Sherry has to be a perfect image, and she was embarrassed. So she does not like uh, Theo, and every time she talks about him, love gets defensive and takes up for him. But at the same time, he is just showing up, and we can see that they, you like, hold on, what y'all do, huh? Child, he coming to the house. He like, you look nice. And when Joe walk up, he like, why do I feel like I just walked in on something? <laughs> so oh, shit, here come the here come the old Joe, cause Joe like, huh? So, so when he sees that and notice how she kind of jumps and gets gets defensive, baby, here come them old patterns. He goes to digging and he sees that, you know, Uber after Uber after Uber, uh, love, what the hell you doing? So he asks her and she tells the truth. She is honest and she tells him that, you know, well, he did try to kiss me and he freaks out. <laughs> he freaks out. He almost hit her, but he hit the wall and he takes off and he goes off to the woods with Sherry's husband. So we go out here. Welcome to the promised land. <laughs> and I don't know what kind of fight club initiation is this but this whole scene was just a mess we can see sherry husband he is all into it he is all into being a, he's just all into it and i'm like now yeah um when we covered uh we did our 50th episode we talked about my favorite movies of the 90s and um if you guys listen to that you know that fight club is one of my faves and i'm like this was like a fight club scene because i'm like what the hell where is tyler Durden when you need him honey because <laughs> oh my god joe thought he had knocked his ass out for a minute but we seen that good old boy he was playing all along so when he got to get ready to give him that cpr he was like what are you doing <laughs> So that kind of broke Joe through and this fool breaks down crying. They are crying and child, that was Fight Club in the Woods. Moving on. So we go into another scene and we see Love and Theo. Baby, they, they get it on. They get it on for the first time. And when she get home, she learned she didn't miss baby 40's first footsteps. Oh, if you're, if you're a parent, that's a hard one to miss. That's a hard one to miss when you miss those first few footsteps. But we see, we see love is attached at this point. 
But when Joe comes back home, you know, he is relieved. He's been out there getting his manhood back and finding himself again. So when he comes back, they have the perfect little birthday party. After that, they go upstairs. They have the most passionate sex that they have had, they have not had in a very long time. But um, when he basically sets the alarm at her bakery, so he has to go down there and make sure everything is good. And we learned, we've later learned that he did that on purpose to do what he does best. But literally, when he leaves, we hear Theo getting it on <laughs> outside the window where Natalie used to stand. And he getting him some little, you know, toppers. And love go look. And she like, what the? And hell her heart looked broke but she had texted him and she said never again go find somebody your own age and I guess you know he showed her well I can do that and you can watch and okay <laughs> it's okay and we go into the next scene and damn we're back in front of the library and Joe is back to old habits and now he is stalking Mary Ann. This man has problems. <laughs> so that was my recap of episode three, four, and five. I hope you guys are enjoying this fun weekend of our marathon of you. So hopefully we can recap the rest tomorrow because I'm binge watching. I love this show. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, if you want to uh, follow me on Facebook, it is Alicia Shanice. Um IG is Alicia Shanice Reviews. You can um, follow me on there or my playlist. I have made all of my music playlists public, but they are only on Spotify. If you just go and type in Shanice Loves, all of my playlists will pop up. So um, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and get off now. I will be back on in the morning when we recap BMF. I will be back on tomorrow evening and we will recap the rest of the TV show You. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys are enjoying the show and I hope you guys are enjoying the recaps. So on that note, it is your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.